grace, mercy, and peace be multiplied unto you from our Lord and from our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The subject or the text for today is just what I've read from Ephesians and also from John chapter 3. You know, there's a little verse in the Bible, in Scripture, that I'm sure that it's familiar with each and every one of you. St. Paul writes in his second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 5, verse 7, we walk by faith, not by sight. And that is one of those passages from Scripture that we all agree with. We know our life as a child of God is a life of faith. Faith given to us by the Holy Spirit. And for a great many of us, it happened at our baptism when through water and the word, the Holy Spirit worked faith into our hearts. Or for some of us, it may have come later in life. When the Holy Spirit worked through the word of God, we were brought to faith to know and to believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and as our, in our Savior. Now, either way, it is, it is true saying that uh, staying on that pilgrim path, that we walk as children of God. We walk by faith, not by sight. In other words, we know that, uh, that God is with us, that God is protecting us, that God is guiding us, even though we may not be able to actually see him. And yet, our faith assures us that God is indeed with us, even though what we see may try to convince us that it's not the case. And while we might intellectually agree that it is true that we walk by faith and not by sight, in reality, that is just a bunch of words until we find ourselves to a pla in a place where we cannot see when the darkness around us becomes too deep and the light of our faith seems so small. How well do you handle darkness? What if suddenly all the lights went out in your home and you were cast into complete darkness? How would you feel? How would you react? Would you react in total calmness? Or would you, there be feelings of fear or perhaps terror? Or would you reach out for others? Would you call out? Not a very comforting thought, is it? For all of our adult self-confidence, most of us don't handle the darkness very well, do we? In the darkness, we are, we are reduced to being lost children, searching and frightened, wondering, and reach out with the, for another hand to hold us. We're paralyzed. And as frightening as the physical darkness may be to us, there is another kind of darkness that we all have to deal with at times. And that is the darkness of soul and of the spirit. We experience that in critical times in our lives. Some of us experience it often. But like that physical darkness, it can leave us frightened and feeling very helpless and very much alone. 
And, we are, and when we are in that midst of darkness, it's not so quite easy just to say we walk by faith and not by sight, isn't it? What we prefer is that we would not have to face the darkness at all. Or if it comes, that it would be quickly removed and that our lives would be flooded with light. That's what we want. But that's not often what happens, is it? The times when darkness do come, that times when we feel lost and, and alone come, and when they do, we find ourselves hesitating. We find ourselves wondering if we're able to deal with what comes out of that darkness. And I think we have a very good example in this coronavirus, isn't it, that's happening, that we're experiencing. And so, too, it has become a pandemic, pandemic all over the world. And so we see that causing the illness, causing death, causing us some, some economic problems, losing of, of, of our jobs. And how do we deal with it? Are we glued to the TV to, to find out, or to our computer, or to our iPhone, trying to find what the latest news might be? Or are we finding ourselves in constant turmoil, what might happen, or how long is this going to go on? Are you lying awake at night, longing for sleep, but can't seem to find it because we're worried about what might happen? Why are there times of darkness? The simple answer is that we still live in a sin-filled world. And with sin comes the darkness of suffering, the darkness of struggle, the darkness of death. But just knowing that it comes to all of us does not make going through those things, those darknesses, any easier. What we long for is something to break through, to get rid of that darkness. And we long for the light. And the light is exactly what Jesus brings to us. Because he is that light of the world. And when we are given faith, we are given that light to guide us to help us on our pilgrim journey through this darkness. And we got to remember that even through what we're going through right now, that God is in control. And, that's all, and we can leave all of that to him. And we heard that today, how much he loved us. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And that gift that he gives to us of light comes not because the world deserves it, not because we have done the right things, but because of God's love. And we know that the way out of this valley of darkness is not our own doing, but it's God's doing. We cannot create that spiritual light. We cannot dispel that darkness on our own. We can only bask in that light that God has given to us in Jesus Christ, that light of the world. But our light is so small, and the darkness is so great, isn't it? And yes, we walk by faith, but we love to have more light. And we do have more light, for we do not walk that pilgrim path alone. 
We belong to that fellowship of light, a fellowship of faith. And when that Holy Spirit has brought us to faith, he also gathers us into the family, the family of faith, the church. And when we are united with others, not only is our weak faith a faltering a light of faith strengthened, but our faith can help us strengthen others. And together, the darkness is expelled. A number of years ago, a pastor was teaching a confirmation class on the work of the Holy Spirit and the concept of the church. And at, the, and at this lesson, there were not only the confirmation students, but their parents were there as well. And after discussing the importance of the work of the Holy Spirit and why he, and why he gathers into the fellowship of faith, the pastor gave everyone there an unlit candle. And the group stood there in one big circle. And then the assistant turned out all the lights. The room went totally dark, even though there were 50 or so people in the room. Because of that darkness, each one felt very much alone. And in that darkness, the pastor explained that is what sin does. It separates us from one another. And it leaves us alone in the darkness. And for those without Christ, that is what life is like, living in that darkness and never knowing what that light of faith is all about. And after being in that darkness for a while, the pastor's assistant brought in a lit candle and gave it to the pastor. And the pastor lit the candle on both people on both sides of him. And slowly that light was passed around from one person to another. And gradually that light grew in the room. But you know what he noticed was not so much as the light growing, but the darkness receding. The darkness being replaced by the light. And after the light had been all spread around, the pastor commented that while each one of us had one light, yet that light, when it combined with the other people in the church, causes that darkness to recede. And while the pastor was talking about the significance of their light of faith, his assistant went around and would blow out one candle and then another and then, and the pastor would explain that that is what Satan wants. And at times we're attacked and that our faith, the light of faith grows dim or maybe even goes out. But what the pastor saw was fascinating. Without any instruction from him, each time that a candle was blown out, the person standing next to that person reached out and quickly relit their candle. It was the work of the church in action. One believer reaching out and helping another believer who was caught in darkness. Now that's just an illustration. But it serves to remind us of how important we are to each other as a church. The psalmist assures us that when we go through that valley of the shadow of death, God is with us. He is with us through the church through the fellow believers that walk through the darkness with us. 
Or we could think of any other th situation right now to illustrate that as well. And certainly we may pass through many times of spiritual darkness in our lives. Certainly many of the trials of life can cause us to fall into a deep, deep darkness. But by faith, we are certain we can comfort one another with that certainty that no valley is so deep that the light of Christ is not there. Or no passage is so of darkness, of doubt, that he is not at the other side waiting for us. Yes, at times the pilgrim path seems to get very dark. Thank God we do not walk alone. That God placed us in the fellowship of faith, the church. And in that fellowship, God's light shines forth to break the darkness and lead us to the light of his dawning day. Amen.